The heart may be weak, and sometimes it may even give in. But I've learned that deep down there's a light that never goes out. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for a week of January 27th, 2019. This is episode 32. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, the parks, ABC, games, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Now, on to the news. Past January 25th at Lake Buena Vista, Florida, a signature style benefiting in a signature style benefiting one of the most iconic Disney villains, Maleficent, makes her triumphant return to Disney's Festival Fantasy Parade today at the Magic Kingdom. Well, on January 25th at the Magic Kingdom, and the big rumor is that she's had some work done, although she'll never admit to it. Still sporting her classic steampunk style, Melissa returns in full dragon form, complete with new features to keep her in check while on show. Also making their return in the parade is Prince Philip, the fairies Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether, and the mischievous ravens who fly around Melissa just waiting to do her bidding. Keep an eye on her, she will be hot. GameStop customer service Twitter account has been telling players and people that item that the Kingdom Hearts limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 limited edition PlayStation 4 Pro did you get all that item is out of stock and we will not be receiving any more from Sony the account later clarified that the GameStop over that GameStop oversold on pre-orders for the limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 PlayStation 4 Pro and unfortunately some orders had to be cancelled. Guests who had an order cancelled will receive a $25 gift coupon for the inconvenience. This limited edition PlayStation was uh, designed up with Kingdom Hearts graphics to make it different than the, just a standard PlayStation 4 Pro. In Philadelphia, the Franklin Institute on April 13th will open up Marvel Universe of Marvel Universe of Superheroes, which will feature over 300 original artifacts, costumes, props, and original art, while tracing Marvel stories as well as characters uh, characters narratives. Marvel characters include included in the 1500 square foot exhibit include Captain America, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, and Black Panther, and many more. The Marvel exhibit will also pay tribute to character creators such as Stanley, Jack Kirby, and Steve Ditko. The Marvel Universe of Superheroes exhibition at the Franklin Institute will make its East Coast premiere following its world premiere at the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle, where the attraction where it attracted more than 300,000 people. 
Philadelphia's version will have a reimagined layout, new installations, and never-before-seen uh, content, according to the institution. Tickets are currently on sale, and the event will be running through Labor Day of this year. And now, a quick break. And now, on with the show. I remember when I was growing up playing video games. No, I did not get out much. But video games based on Disney afternoon groups of uh, the group of shows, like DuckTales, game number one and two, they made two of those. That was a fantastic game. I remember you got to play as Scrooge McDuck, bouncing around on the bad guys with your cane, hunting down treasures, fighting off villains, um, like Magic of Dispel, and Gizmo Duck would help you out. Racing Flint and Gargold. Then you also had the Chippendales Rescue Rangers uh, set of games uh, where you can, you run around as Chip or Dale or as a two-player co-op option where you, one was Chip and one was Dale. You ran around helping each other and Monterey Jack would come and help you out and Zipper. Then you also had the Darkwing Duck game where you got to be as the uh, you know, the terror that flapped in the night. Th those were decent games. That they were quite enjoyable. But beyond those, Disney, well, to be honest, was not known for its console games. You had Tailspin, which was, the ex I feel, the exception to the Disney Afternoon games. But they also gave you titles that were, well, not quite as memorable. Mickey's Magical Quest, Dick Tracy, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So remember, I'm talking about the video games, not necessarily the movies. Many other words are also just mediocre. Uh, I mean, not that they were bad, but they were they were just okay. Yeah, the Mickey Racers on the N64, the Epic Mickey games. I mean, those are enjoyable. Um, it was a kid, the Magic Kingdom Racers with Chip and Dale, the only two actual Disney characters in it. The rest of the racers were all made up. So, I mean, the list goes on. I could go on about all the different Disney video games that were near successes or more near messes. But it wasn't until March 28th, 2002 in Japan and March, September 17th, 2002 in North America that an exclusive PlayStation 2 game was released. That game was called Kingdom Hearts. Created by a joint effort of Disney Interactive, Square, uh, Square now Square Enix, and directed by Tetsuya Nomura. I apologize, my Japanese names don't come out too well. Whose work includes the Final Fantasy 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, X, etc., Chrono Trigger, Super Mario RPG, and the list will take over an hour to read through. With that for 
for the time of well at that time of the, the release cutting edge graphics music by Yoko Shimonura and the title track Simple and Clean or Hikari in Japan by Hikaru Yutada a popular pop, pop artist in Japan the game itself followed original character Sora through his adventures off his home island with his friends or start off as home island with his friends um, and then he was going to try and find his friends and had to battle evil forces called the Heartless Sora's story started when his home island is destroyed by the Heartless and his best friends Riku and Kari both disappear Sora finds out that there are other worlds out there beyond just his little island he runs into two very unusual characters to him Donald Duck, who is a wizard of sorts in this game, and Goofy, who is a knight, and the and the royal captain of the royal guard. They agree to help each other out, Sora, Goofy, and Donald, as they have a similar quest. Sora is looking for his friends, while Donald and Goofy are trying to find the king. I'll spoil it for you now, if you, you haven't pasted it all together. The king is Mickey Mouse. The, t the trio travel to different worlds that all happen to be Disney-themed. Alice in Wonderland, Hercules, Tarzan, to name a few. On these worlds, they interact with many different Disney characters. For instance, I mean, addressing even throughout the game, there's a lot of different Disney characters that are involved in the story or help out in some sort of way. You have Jiminy Cricket, who journals your adventures. Chip and Dale tend to a quote-unquote gummy ship. This is your spaceship that takes you uh, to help you travel between worlds, even though it has nothing to do with gummy bears. Gummy bears never actually traveled to other worlds, did they? But that's besides the point. And all the other characters who worlds you visit. Many of the characters, uh, you get also characters from the Final Fantasy games also show up to aid you on your quest. Beside the Heartless, you have to face off against many of the Disney baddies as well. The Queen of Hearts, Clayton, Maleficent, and many more. Hades. Once all the baddies in the world are defeated, to help protect it from further attacks, Sora locks the worlds with his magical weapon, the Keyblade. A magical weapon that looks like a, a giant key I'd say maybe about three and a half feet in length uh, and the, he wields the key like a sword this is the weapon that he uses to defeat the heartless and the other bad guys and and whatnot it, it's part of the whole mythology as the story progresses more of the mythology of the kingdom hearts is revealed in the end the real power behind everything the real power the real bad guy behind everything is revealed and Sora Donald and Goofy save the day well mostly save the day the chapter of kingdom, the first kingdom heart and uh, game closes and if you play the game properly you find out that there is a reveal of a sequel that will probably come out eventually it would be four more years for that sequel <clears throat> pardon me kingdom hearts 2 to be released but in the meantime kingdom hearts chain of memory is released on the nintendo game boy advanced November 11, 2004 in Japan, December 7, 2004 in North America, 
where we're introduced to a group of what's called nobodies. These are supposedly characters without a heart. And they call themselves Organization 13. A group of, surprise, surprise, 13 members who have their own agenda that they're trying to force upon the world. Kingdom Hearts 2 was released December 22, 2005 in Japan, March 28, 2006 in North America. This game introduced Roxas, someone who looked very much like Sora, but was different. At this time, we didn't know why exactly <clears throat> Sora and uh, Roxas were so similar. And what's the connection? When the story switches over to Sora, we learn he learns new abilities throughout this game and advances from the first game. By the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, the prediction is that there's going to be a Keyblade War. And that will probably be in Kingdom Hearts 3. All that is alluding to a future game. But in the meantime, we don't get Kingdom Hearts 3. We get many other sub-story games. We get Kingdom Hearts 358 over t uh, two days on the Nintendo DS on May 30th, 2009 in Japan and September 29th, 2009 in North America. Here we learn about Roxas's past and how he was the 13th member of Organization 13 and a girl named Zion, uh, Sion, sorry, Shion, I was corrected, uh, they were created to take Sora's memories from him. This was a follow-up to the PlayStation, uh, so you kind of, find, you, so you find out more about these characters and their interaction with Sora. From there, we follow up with the PlayStation Portable game Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, released on September 10th, 2010, and January 9th in Japan, uh, in North America, January 9th, 2010 in Japan. This game serves as a prequel. It's, it's, we learned about Master Zenart. Apologize. Master Zenart one of the primary antagonists in the series. We learn about his past and follow the three new heroes, Terra, Aqua, and Ventus. This game's path, the game's path, uh, much, the path, both, most of this game, I apologize, I'm stumbling. Well, probably because I'm having trouble breathing. I'm sorry, I'm all congested as you probably can hear. Let me try this again. The path of this game is mostly the backstory of what will become Kingdom Hearts 3. More, you learn more about Xehanort, the main bad guy throughout the games, and kind of how the whole Keyblade stuff works, and just kind of how everything comes together, and how Sora and Riku get their roles within this, this story. On November 18, 2008, we get Kingdom Hearts coded for our mobile devices. It was a 3D puzzle game focused on King Mickey and Sora's adventures, depicting the events that transpired prior to the end of Kingdom Hearts 2. It was also linked to Birth by Sleep and the 
carefully rolled out updates to this game not to spoil Birth by Sleep. So you think, okay, Kingdom Hearts 3 is right around the corner. But no, next up was Kingdom Hearts 3D, <clears throat> which was titled Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance. Those were your 3Ds. This release was on March 29, 2012 in Japan and July 31, 2012 in North America. This game takes place after Kingdom Hearts Coded and focuses on Sora and Riku's Mark of Mastery exam in which they have to protect parallel worlds and prediction of the return of Master Xehanort. So you get a lot more story of what Riku's been going through actually in this one uh, you get some more of Sora's and you just kind of find out that actually more Riku's more the powerful character than Sora uh, even though Sora again is the, uh, the your main main character and they kind of leave it at that they, they kind of fill more story about what was going on with Roxas and more about just some more background stuff but no main story yet the games, well, they repurposed them. They bundled them together and released them on bundle packs of games. And they updated with some more scenes and kind of filled in uh, some missing elements that to connect all the different games. And they kept doing that, especially as the technology advanced. Okay, original Kingdom Hearts came out on PlayStation 2. Well, PlayStation 3 came out, so let's put the... Kingdom Hearts games on the PlayStation 3 improve the graphics and the gameplay a little bit. And then the same thing when PlayStation 4 came out. Improved the graphics, made it high definition, let's put, you know, re-release it, bundled it up, put the videos together. It wasn't until then after even that, expect okay, PlayStation 4, we should be getting Kingdom Hearts 3 any moment. Now, let's see. July 18, 2013, Kingdom Hearts Chi was, Chai was released. It's actually a little X symbol. It was released as an MMORPG, a multiple, <coughs> multiple player online role playing game, for free, to as a free to play game. It was set during the events of the Keyblade War. <coughs> Pardon me. Where players get to be a Keyblade Master and go on different adventures again during the Keyblade War. Squee Square Enix looked to roll this game out worldwide and they went through multiple beta uh, testing but on April 7, 2016 it was announced that the game will be ending on September of that same year. Now we come to January 29, 2019 over five years in the making almost 13 years since Kingdom Hearts 2 and 17 years since the original Kingdom Hearts release Kingdom Hearts 3 finally is available for purchase and play released finally to the public and for the first time the game is available also not just on the, for the PlayStation system it's also available on Xbox One so it's the first time it's available on multiple systems at the same time. So PlayStation 4, Xbox One, both got the game, same day, same time. The reviews are out of the world, uh, this world. The graphics are amazing. 
and it feels like welcoming back some old friends we haven't seen in a very long time. Utada once again performs the title track, which is Face My Fears for this game. Sora, Donald, and Goofy continue their adventures. Sora, a little more grown up, looking a little more older, not necessarily more mature. They continue their adventures through different Disney worlds. You start out in Olympus, and throughout the game you will visit the worlds of Toy Story, Frozen, Big Hero 6, and many more, including a trip to the Hundred Acre Woods even, which was also done in the previous games. Can Sora and his friends stop Zero Heart, Organization 13, and the Heartless? You will just have to play the game to find out. And apparently, the ending was so secret, it was not even included on the game disc. The endings were put into the initial uh, day one patch that has to be downloaded. This was to prevent hackers or people getting illegal copies and releasing the, the ending online. Which apparently did happen in December that some illegal copies were showing up online to be purchased. And, well, what a surprise. The ending was not there. So, that, that's egg on those people's faces. The games themselves, I, I could say, are almost a, of a movie production style. When you, you consider the star power, almost star power behind a lot of the voices, you would think it was one of Hollywood's upcoming productions of some sort. Here's a quick rundown. Sora is voiced by Sixth Sense star Haley Joel Osment. Riku is David Gallagher. Kiri, Xi'an, uh, was originally Hayden Pentier, but more recently the amazing Allison Stoner took over the, the voicing roles. Tara was Jason Doring. Aqua is Willa Holland. Roxas slash Ventus is Jesse McCartney. Nominee was originally originally Brittany Snow, and now Megan Martin's taken over that role. Diz slash Ansem the Wise was voiced by the great Christopher Lee. Ansem was voiced by Billy Zan. And the list goes on, with many of the original Disney voice actors reprising their roles of their characters. You you Wade Allwine did some work and now the, uh, other people have picked up Mickey's voice uh, Goofy and Donald are their original voice actors uh, Jody Benson Adina Menzel uh, all of them uh, all of them reprised their roles uh, for their characters it's so you, you, I mean, some of them, yes. Tom Hanks is not doing the voice of Woody. Can't really say I'm that surprised about it. Susan Egan does do the voice of Meg. It's a you you get a mixture, but you do get a lot of the original authentic voices. If not, they go for as close as possible. Of course, you're not going to get a hundred percent of them. These games are. 3D action type of games with open 
somewhat open world concepts where you you could do a lot of exploring, a lot of walking around, but there is a definitive path in some some ways facing the bad guys. Some people may think they're role playing games. Again, they're more of an action adventure type of game. Uh, a lot of button bashing going on, doing a lot of spectacular stunts and moves and attacks. The main character of the game, Sora, who was originally designed, actually originally was supposed to be Mickey Mouse, supposedly, but they wanted more of a human character to be the, the main uh, protagonist. So they came up with Sora, but he, he carries a lot of Mickey Mouse cues to him. Big yellow shoes, red shorts, black top, but his outfit does evolve throughout the games. But he always does have the big yellow shoes. No wonder Mickey Mouse likes him so much. I've even heard some people compare Sora to the $6 million man. Because in the beginning of each game, you have to rebuild him. Oh my. These games take a very different turn on the movies slash stories we know so well and love. From Disney. And they let you interact and expand on characters from those movies. In ways that you probably would have never imagined. Square Enix has been very well known for their their strong storytelling in the Final Fantasy franchise games, plus several other games that they've put out. And we all know how fantastic Disney is at storytelling. The two worked wonderfully together to bring us this epic saga that ended up lasting for 17 years. And dare I say, maybe more. Kingdom Hearts 3 only serves as an ending for the story so far, but not necessarily an ending of the game series. So have you played any or all of the Kingdom Hearts games? If not, it's never too late to start. My daughter just recently picked up playing the games not too long ago and has finished almost all of them and has become quite the fan. So which one is your favorite? Let us know on the socials. Join the discussion on Facebook, facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Again, that's facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Join us on the Twitter as well, at Disney Marvel's. Again, that Twitter handle is at Disney Marvel's. You can also email the show with your answers or a topic suggestion idea that you would like. That's Disney Marvel's at gmail.com. I know, Betty, I know how much you, you all have going on right now and, and how crazy your lives are and how little time you have to share with other people. And I can't express how much to you, how much, how grateful I am that you choose to share some of that time with me. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. If I can only ask just for a moment more of your time, and that's to tell your friends, family members, other Disney fans that you meet along the way, uh, passing in the street, in the Disney store, at the mall, or wherever, in the parks. Tell them about the show. I'd appreciate it. The more people we can get together in our lives, in our love for Disney, the better. Also, go online, rate the show, make sure you become a subscriber. And while you're at it, also consider becoming a premium subscriber by going to anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support. Again, that's anchor.fm slash disneymarvels slash support. To help the show out, remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. 
Don't forget that no matter what challenges you're facing in your life right now, no matter how dark, how hopeless it seems to be, look inside. Find yourself. Find the light within yourself. The strength is within you. You can achieve great things and overcome whatever you're facing. Be your own hero. I'd like to end the show with a quote from Kingdom's Hearts. It's actually by the character Kyrie. And it is. Thinking of you, wherever you are, we pray for our sorrows to end and hope that our hearts will blend. Now I step forward to realize this wish, and who knows, starting a new journey may not be so hard. Or maybe it has already begun. There are many worlds, but they share the same sky. One sky, one destiny. Again, that's Kari from the Kingdom Hearts games. Thank you again for listening. I hope everyone's doing great out there. And I'll see you next time. Let me face, let me face, let me face my fear.